Hey there, Babylonians. Um, before we jump into this episode, I just wanted to let you know we do babble in the beginning, and I just want to let you guys know if you don't want to hear us talk and talk and talk and talk and do all our shout-outs that we do in the beginning, you can skip to about the eight-minute mark is usually about, or is, for this episode, is where we start. Hope you guys enjoy. Stuff. And welcome back to Hi, Bloody Babbles Babylonians. I As I, I s- cut you off, I apologize. Mm-hmm. It's fine. There's a tiny human in our presence. He's going to be loud, guys. He's and he has a today. fake gun that he's trying to shoot me with. Oh. Bang, bang. He I, did that to my neighbor, apparently, on Thursday. Hmm. The kids went outside with him, and he took his fingers and pointed the gun at our neighbor. And, I'm, and I looked at my kids, and I was like, uh-huh. Like, I don't know how to react to that. Yeah, I don't either. either. But the adult... Pretended like he shot him and totally acted it out. I'm like, oh, okay, that's actually kind of adorable. I was really scared with how this was going. I'm like, do I need to edit all of this out? No, no, no. no. But like, that was really loud. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. But But how cool of my neighbor. I know. Is that the new neighbors? I don't know who this neighbor is. I don't know. He's kind of back there. So I'm assuming somebody (laughs) kind of behind us. But I thought that was really, really cool. (laughs) That's really adorable, actually. Yeah. Aw. Because I was nervous. This isn't a long intro, so if I can remember, I'll try to go edit in where you can skip to if you don't want to listen to us babble, because we've got a lot of people that we need to talk about yes. before we jump into this case. Um, I think this is one that was, this is an unsolved one that we're going to be talking about, but so first off, I don't even know where to start. Oh, we have a listener in Delaware. <gasps> Hello, listener in Delaware. Thank you so much for Her tuning in. Her name's Amanda, Amanda, and she reached out to me on um Instagram and now we're best friends and I hope you know that and but she ended up finding our podcast because of Morbid yes you were messaging me yes 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 and because she because Morbid just recently covered the Shanda Sharer case and she's like I needed to know more because they covered theirs um it was it was almost like two hours long but we did three parts on that because I did a lot of extensive research for that case and it's one case I'm very proud of and I'm not bashing on morbid if that's what you think you're doing you're dumb because I worship them yes she does so um but the fact that someone said that they liked how detail overly detailed we were on that three-part series about Shanda Sheriff which just made my heart so what are those so episodes this, in case somebody would like to get a little oh, bit more detail God, into there you would ask me Shanda Sharer Information. Information. Um, it was episodes 23, 24, and 25. So if you would like a little bit more in- detailed and very detailed, I will say, information about that case, by all means, please go check it out. Yeah, check it out. Let us know. She left us a really super wonderful, amazing um, uh, review on Podchaser, so don't forget you guys can do that. Thank you so much, Amanda. And yes, Hi. don't forget other Babylonians, please. She's uh she's already roping in her friends to listen to us. So um oh, I love her forever, and you're my favorite human, and I'm so glad that we met. Okay, so then if we're if we're giving people shout outs, yeah, Dawn, are we have a friend Dawn? She's, I won't say last name. Just yes. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't ask if I had permission. So our we're friend just Dawn. Saying, yes, I've known her. You know who you are, lady. We love you so much. She is going through. Um, she has know. breast cancer. Okay, I'm like, oh, I mean, she did put it online. Right. So she, yeah, she has breast cancer. Just recently she, diagnosed. Uh-huh. And um, during her treatments, she has decided to listen the to best us. time to, to listen to us. She got earbuds so that she can listen to us, and she's talking to other people about us as well. So, Dawn, we love you so much. Hey, Babylonians, send up, so if you believe in prayer, send up some prayers. Energy, we all should believe in energy. Send up some good, healthy energy for Dawn to get through this and, and, to, and to, to heal and to be healthy and for all the treatments to work. And, Dawn, we just love you so much. And I love you. Thank you for being no. a Babylonian and, and listening to us and spreading the word about our podcast. Yes, and now we're going to spread love and prayers and every... All the good juju, all the good stuff to you for this to go really fast and as painless as possible. Because I know cancer is a, she's a motherfucker. Mm -hmm. So this, uh, this, this episode is, it's donated to you. I'm fine. I don't know. Dedicated is what I was going for. I don't know if we want to dedicate something about death to her. It's not dedicated. But you know what? (laughs) Done. I'm dedicating this episode to you. (laughs) This one's for you, girl. (laughs) 
It's not pleasant. It's unsolved. <laughs> kind of like your boobs. <laughs> At this moment. <laughs> oh my god. See? There. We made it uh, us. Full circle. <laughs> but, okay. But yes. Let's talk about dystopian. And now our... Okay. We talk about Mandy and Ian quite a bit. They are our wonderful, amazing, creepy art friends. Yes. Um, one lives in Go the Go check them out. Um, hold on one second. Okay, well, just had to um, separate um, my dog a sister. Bitch match. A bitch match Literally. between my dogs. <laughs> hey, make sure you keep the the stairs shut, please, because I don't want Zoe going back upstairs. Okay, you shut the door. You. Okay, thank you. But you gotta be quiet while we're recording, okay? You got a hole in your sock. That's not fun. Okay. Okay. So Mandy is wildling. Wildlings Wonder Art. Yes. No, Wildling under Wonders Art. Now she's going to yell at us. Oh my gosh, we're so awful. Well, but I know it's Wildling. Yeah. If you look up whether Wildling Wonders plural, Art. Whether it's plural or not, we... Um... That's her page. Look up <laughs> Wildling and you'll find her. Yes. And then Dystopian. That's pretty easy. Um, you'll find his art. Um, he actually um, shouted us out on his art page because, because, because this is episode one. wonderful things he does. We're from Kansas. We can say that. There's no copyright infringement there. No, because we were on the road to 5k and now we hit 5,000 plays this morning and I woke up with happy tears and I was like, oh, I'm like, our, our, podcast baby has been born because we are nine, nine months in now. And thank you. So thank, thank you, you everybody. Thank you, Ian. Thank you, Mandy. Thank you, Don. Thank you, Amanda. Thank you, every human. Thank and, you, um, Ian. Th- yes, all of you guys. Just uh, you guys make this possible for us and make us want to keep going because some days are not easy. And our wonderful cousin Jamie. Thank you, yeah, Jamie. Jamie. You've been oh. spreading the word too, my love. Yeah, and she's um, she's leaves. She always shares our our are you sure that door is shut Facebook right? stuff all the time. Okay, go get that dog. Door. Dog. I don't know. All of a sudden, my dogs just started fighting tonight. My dad's dog and then my dog. But whatever. They're both okay. No animal cruelty going on here. Just two freaking alpha female dogs who all of a sudden wanted to fight today. Yep. But they're both okay. Even though... And they're both fixed, so it's yeah, not like... I don't even know. They're just it just it just started happening like literally thirty minutes ago. I'm like, excuse you. They need to but anyways, out where their grounds are, where their territory is, and how to share. All right. So, but uh, so basically, Ian, Ian just shouted us out, spread us on his page, and it was beautiful, and it was so it's so appreciated, and and we can't thank you enough. And I know Mandy's done that for us too. I mean, she's one of the reasons why we have some of the equipment that we have because she helped us out when 100. all my shit got. Stolen sash given away. So we have so, I mean, <laughs> we have so much story. appreciation and respect for all of our listeners. Yes. But these shout outs today, you guys just, we're over the moon. We can't, we cannot thank you enough. We're 5,000 times over the moon. Fuck yeah, we are. <laughs> and just thank, uh, we can't there's say There's no it. words There's to a million different ways to say it, but we just can't. We're just thankful and grateful and excited for, now we're on the road to 10K. That's Heck where yeah. we're at now, so... Cheers to the next 5,000 plays, my dudes. Okay, now on... Now to not-so-happy things, because this is what we're here to do. So I'll, rem- I'll put it in an uh, eight-minute mark Ooh. to skip forward to. I'll add that in the beginning. Um, so we're going to talk about a little girl named Mikkel Diane Biggs. She's, this is an unsolved case as of the last time um, I did notes on it, which was a while ago. So if there's updates on this, please let me know. Absolutely, let us know. She was born on May 31st, 1987. Um, she was last seen riding her bike near her family's residence in Mesa, Arizona on January 2nd, 1999. So she, okay, 87 to 99, she would have been 11 because she wasn't quite 12 yet. So... Mikkel and her younger sister thought they heard an ice cream truck's music in the distance and asked their mom for money. She was wearing a red t-shirt with her school's name on it, Lindbergh, on the front. Bell-bottom jeans, because, you know, 1999. And then, <laughs> with embroidered... And embroidered. Well, that wouldn't have been bell-bottoms in 99. They just would have been very wide-legged pants that really flared out at the bottom. Mm, it says bell-bottoms. So. I don't know. Maybe her parents I were just raising her... I cr- in the ni- in 99. Yeah, but maybe her parents were super hippies. Well, I, I love your parents. I lo- we love your parents. They're yes. great humans. Um... 
Okay, so yeah, wearing bell-bottom jeans with embroidered seams on the sides of both pants, white canvas shoes, and possible earrings. Obviously, they have a lot of details about what she was wearing that day because she's missing. Um, Mikkel and her sister waited for the truck near Toltec Street and El Maro Avenue. Okay. At approximately 5.50 p.m., her sister got cold and returned to the uh, returned home to get a coat, and when she went back to get Mikkel, she was gone. Um, her bike and her two quarters were found near the street where she had been standing. Um, the bicycle was not at the corner, but partially back towards the house. It was lying on its side with the wheel still spinning. No. Mikkel and her sister had been separated for only about 90 seconds because they were, they were like not that far. I saw this in ID. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I need to watch it's more. Been a while I don't watch a lot of TV. I just read. Remember this episode? It's been I, a while. But so yeah, they said like me. yeah, the bike was on it and the yeah, wheel was still that's spinning. That's what stuck in my head because they yep. have that like a redone whatever picture of that. Right. Okay. Keep or a reenactment. Yes. Thank yes. you. Those they, are the words I was looking for. This is why we're together because mm-hmm. we're both special in our brains. Our, we're just brain farts. Yeah, humans. pregnancy brain and just. Yep, sympathy pregnancy brain. Sean of brain in general. <laughs> <laughs> Enhanced with my pregnancy. Um, um, authorities searched the entire area near her home, but no evidence pertaining to her whereabouts was found. Search dogs lost her scent only if after a few feet, suggesting she was placed in a vehicle and driven away. Authorities were unable to confirm if, if an ice cream truck was in the area at the time of her disappearance, but all the ice cream vendors in the area were cleared of involvement in her case. Um, any known sex offenders in the vicinity were also cleared of any connection to her. So obviously, they were going to be deeply uh, mm-hmm. questioned and, I'm sure, searched. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been many false leads up... Or, no, hold on. There have been many false leads in Mikkel's case. On January 9th, so a week after, police dug up what appeared to be a freshly dug grave outside of Mesa, but they found nothing. Um, two witnesses were put under hypnosis in hopes that they would remember something, but nothing came of that. A copper-colored Jeep was reportedly spotted near her home at the time she was last seen, but when its driver was located, he was ruled out as a suspect, and he, had, he hadn't seen anything unusual. Houses in the neighborhood were searched with the consent of their owners, but to no avail. Only one homeowner, homeowner my God, refused to permit a search. Um, he is not considered a sp- suspect. Um, on March 10th, 1999, a man reportedly tried to abduct two, abduct two girls, a 10-year-old and an 11-year-old, from a schoolyard in the same area. Um, police thought the incident may have, been, may have been connected since it was just about um, two months apart in her case, but the abduct, abduction was revealed to be a hoax. So, that's unsettling. So, investigators have released sketches of two possible suspects in her disappearance. Both images were posted with the case, with this case summary, because I got a lot of, I think I got this from just, um, just, um, online documents that were, like, legit documents, not, like, Wikipedia documents. I tried to do better research. (laughs) Trying to do better, guys. you are, and I love it. And my boobs are falling out. And they look amazing. Thank you. By the way. Thanks. (laughs) Palette cleanser. The sketches were not widely publicized since authorities are not certain if the men are connected to her case for sure. So, Mikhail's father believes he knows who was responsible for his daughter's apparent abduction. There's a man named D. Blaylock. I Ooh, mean, they give the name, huh? Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have, I know he's probably a bad person, but I've always liked that last name, Blaylock. I've I think I'm saying it. that before. I've. It's rare. The first time I heard it, I'm like, ooh, I just like the way it sounds. It's like my favorite word being aardvark. Blaylock. So, he lived two blocks from Mikkel in 1999. He had prior convictions for sex offenses in three states and was registered as a sex offender in 2001. He was convicted of rape. I said convicting. He was convicted of raping a neighbor and had tried to kill her. He is presently serving a 15 and a half year sentence in an Arizona prison. So, that was two years after Mikkel went missing. So a photograph of Blaylock is posted with this case summary, um, and I'll post the pictures online like I always do because I don't forget that, or I try not to. <laughs> Sometimes I do it like an hour after pod- the episode's live. I'm like, I need to figure out how to schedule those. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mikhail, okay, his wife, oh wait, okay. A photograph of Blaylock, yeah, it was posted with the case. His wife pr- provided him an alibi. Al- I don't, I'm fine. 
provided him an alibi for the time Mikkel disappeared, saying he was in their home garage the entire night, because that's not suspicious. That's, like, one thing, sorry, Babble Time, that is one thing that's hard for me when they say, you know, obviously they're not saying it's a solid alibi. I mean, if a wife or or a spouse or whatever is going to say, or your roommate, you know. Then how do we know she's not involved, too? Right, and so that's really difficult. So you have to take the word. You know, yeah. That's hard. But then I think, gosh, if if something ever happened where I was um, under Arlo, I'm recording. Hold on. I'm just home. And who's, I mean, I don't know how often neighbors look at me or whatever. Yeah, but, but that's like, like. She's like home all day. So, I mean, that's my alibi. You can ask my dogs. I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> so. Well, and then, it, like, I think of our, my garage, up, or my garage, well, it is my garage, I live here now, um, right. upstairs, it has, like, a separate door, like, yeah. did it have a separate door that he could have went in and out of, and she had no yeah, idea? A hole in here. Okay, then go throw it in the trash. No. Pellet cleanser bought to you my child's holy socks. Yep. So, Mikhail's parents actually visited him while he was in prison and asked him straight up if he was involved with her disappearance, but he repeatedly told them he knew nothing about it, which, I mean... Who's going to admit to stealing a small child? Like, even if they're in prison. Like, that's going to get him more charges, longer time. And clearly, if he's willing to assault one child, and he's going to do... He'd do it again. Did he freely admit that? Though, well, that's well, that's what he was in jail for. Right, but I mean, was it was it something where? Because okay, Stop. serial killers in general, uh-uh. typically, yeah, they're proud of it and they want the news coverage of them. Like, no, so and so didn't do that murder. That was me, the Zodiac yeah. killer. Or that was me, the whatever killer. Right, sorry. Right. The true crime garage is doing the Zodiac killer right now. <laughs> so like, you know, like I, it, it, and obviously not all people are like this. Um, but like, if you're proud of it. Maybe you'd be like, yeah, that was me. Yeah, I killed those three people. Sorry. Some but, some are like that, but then some are like... Correct, yeah. They just sit there Mom and they the stare Lord. at you. Yeah. I think of Chris Watts when he was first... You failed your um, polygraph test. Why? Fuck, no. We will never, ever face. cover him. If you ever suggest him to me, I'm sorry. He enjoys when people talk about him. Okay. He loves so stop stories about him. Okay, about him. Den- it's just Gross. like um btk is that way too but Gross. fucking dennis so anyways um yeah so he repeats that he doesn't know anything about it michael i love her name too michael i think that's beautiful mm-hmm. her family now lives in gilbert arizona um at the time of the note taking for this that's what it was on the five-year anniversary of her disappearance her family f- held oh my god this is sad held a funeral for her with an empty casket oh my gosh they believe Mikkel was murdered shortly after her disappearance and no charges have been filed against anyone in her case. Ugh. I'm like, that's only like, that's not even, he can't even call that closure. I think that's no. just hope for closure. I don't right. even. But I think as a parent, you kind of feel it. Yeah. Well, that's like, um, we did a story a few weeks back and, or no. No, 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 no. It wasn't me. It was morbid because we talked about it on here. But the mom, her daughter ended up getting dismembered and she woke up and her, she's mm-hmm. like, I cut, she had no feeling in her arms and legs and her daughter's arms and legs had ended Ugh. up being dismembered. So I remember, um, but like some parents are just heavily connected yes. to their kids. Right. And I, I hope, I think I am, even though my kid called me a butthole sandwich earlier, but, um, it's fine. <laughs> Anyways, so... Some lighter things. Uh, Mikkel is described as an intelligent, artistic, sociable person, and she was an honor student. She played the school. She played the clarinet, and was a member of her school student council at the time of her disappearance. I say clarinet like that because one of my nephews plays it, and so did my brother. So. And Kanisha. Oh my! Oh my! My freaking bonus daughter. I suck. <laughs> I'm gonna see her this week, guys. When you guys are listening to this episode, I will be traveling out of town to. Uh, take some serious coping because I was very bitter at work. I'll have to tell you all about that after we're all and done. I <laughs> will be, well, this weekend anyway, more than likely, getting our son a car. <gasps> we'll see. Pew, 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 pew. We'll see if it happens this weekend or not. But That's exciting. It, yeah. Except it's bittersweet. It's um, it's just a long drive to where w- the dealership we like to go to, but because they're good people, they're amazing people. Sponsor us. <laughs> so she wanted um, her dreams were to become an animator when she grew up, which is kind of ironic. We said that because my nephew's getting into 
That's kind of what he wants to do with school is not animation per se, but like no, film related. He, he wants, oh, well, yes. And, but your other nephew, Jariah. Oh, yeah. Animation. Yes. Yeah. He's a little, his art keeps blooming and blooming. We'll yeah. have to post some, we'll have to get him to draw him some stuff for us and we can oh, put yeah. it online. Wow. There are crazy things happening upstairs, folks. That is my child <laughs> who sounds, he's running. <laughs> I don't think he knows what to do because I took a, so, he has a play phone that he gets to play on, but I took it because he's being terrible. Uh, obviously children he's don't four he's guys. four he's four he's just acting like a four-year-old whose mommy is pregnant and he's just still kind of like what's happening and so. i just want to be on everybody's cell phone all the time <laughs> so she wants to be an she wanted to be an animator when she grew up wow. um her favorite colors is purple Aww. and she has two younger sisters and a younger brother um there are a few leads in her disappearance and her case still remains unsolved um, her younger sister, Kimber, now has her own son. His name is Taven. Oh, I know a kid Aww, named Taven. Who she hovers over with fear of him being taken like oh, her I big sister was. I, um, Kimber was the one who was with, with her. her when it happened. I was wondering if it said their names. Um, she recalls that day very vividly. Oh. Um, Kimber had received a new bike that Christmas, and Mikkel had wanted to ride it to get ice cream. She remembered the bike as she came back after getting her coat, and the tire was spinning on its side. Oh, this was another side piece of notes that I just found. Yeah, she remembered the bike as she came back, and the tire was still spinning, and knew she had been gone for at least 90 seconds because their house wasn't far from where they were supposed to be getting ice cream. Um, I don't know what that noise keeps... Yeah, but your son's running around with only one sock on. That's fine. There was a massive Mesa police investigation in the worrisome of Mikkel's parents, Darian and Tracy, who have since divorced... Which, unfortunately, that kind of trauma usually drives... Right. It's either drives them together or drives them way apart. Yeah. Um, they always hope for some type of happy ending or any ending at all instead of the unknown. Kimber often wonders um, what it would have been like to grow up, be moms, have girls' night, and listen to Mikkel's favorite song, Don't Worry, Be Happy by oh, Bobby McFerrin. Oh, it's a great song. A favorite her sister still listens to. Oh, my God. Now I'm not going to be able to hear that song without thinking of Mikkel. <laughs> Where if I could put it on here, I would, but I don't want to get sued. So everybody, go listen to uh, "Don't Worry, Be Happy" in honor of Mikkel. Um, since then, Mikkel's father has remarried and had a baby with his new wife, a little girl who Kimber dotes on. She feels there are many similarities between her sister and Mikkel. She often thinks, "Stop, go away, bye." Okay, hold on, I'll open it in a minute. I'm almost done. She often thinks of her sister. If her sister never disappeared, she would have still become. She still would have become a mom. And every year on January 2nd, they remember her and hope for something to turn up. Oh, goodness. Yes. Beautiful family. Uh, I just couldn't imagine. Um, here, you want some? I want to twerk. <laughs> yeah, my son just said he wants to twerk. Gosh. He's good at twerking. He's guys. pretty good at it. <laughs> we learned it from one of our little friends that he doesn't get to see much anymore, but that's what my child does. But that's wasn't a super long story, but unsolved ones. There's it's hard to tell, especially when they're taken so young. I mean, only eleven. Well, if you look up anything, you can just put it in the notes when you yeah. post it. If if you find any new information. Yeah. Maybe I'll look up for it while Shauna takes us down a rabbit hole. Rabbit hole. Rabbit hole. Pause for the cause so I can get um, to that. Yes, I can do that. In the meantime, listen to this. Silence. All right, that silence lasted 10 seconds. You're welcome. Or like zero. It's or zero. <laughs> All right, so I looked up something in psychology today. Dot com. Um, question we have all been wondering, and I've got very few answers as I read through this, but here are some answers. Are psychopaths as smart as they seem? No. Okay. Yes. Actually, psychopaths are really. I mean, it's a 50 50, Nicole. So they're all like borderline, like. I think I'm like way too close to the microphone. A little bit. Sorry about that, guys. I didn't mean to get crazy loud. You're welcome. If someone asks you to describe a psychopath, it's likely you'll include intelligent in the equation. Yep. After all, don't people who rise to the top, whether in business or politics, have astute powers that enable them to manipulate others so they can <laughs> succeed? <laughs> Perhaps you know people whose tendencies to exploit those who work... Oh, my gosh. Perhaps you know people whose tendency to exploit those who work for or who are emotionally close to them means that they are able to take whatever weakness people have and use them to their advantage. 
Okay. This might be a boss who lords over you. Who lords over you the fact that times are tight and you should therefore put in your hours of unpaid labor. Mm. It could be the spouse of your best friend, who you know for a fact makes unauthorized personal purchases out of the joint credit card. Rude. Facts. The common denominator in these instances is the ability of psychopathic individuals to use unorthodox but successful tax... Shauna can read... Taxidermy. Mm -hmm, (laughs) Successful taxidermy. (laughs) Unorthodox but successful tactics to achieve whatever devious ends they seek. Not taxidermy. No. I mean, there could be psychopathic taxidermists, I guess. As oh, that makes me think of the Anatoly Moskvin. <laughs> the guy who made the dolls out of human girls. So there you go. Oh, no. All I right. took it somewhere. I'm so sorry. As, <laughs> as much as they may seem to have outsmarted everyone else, though, is it really true that they have a touch of genius? Yep. According to the Ulm ULM University's Sally Olderbach That's and colleagues... Uh, in 2021, psychopaths are described as manipulators and liars, implying <gasps> implying they have or have developed the necessary skills of emotion expression. The father of my child. Is a psychopath? Have you met him? Oh, sorry. I was like... No, not the, 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 the one I'm cooking. Okay, not the one I'm that's... The fuck <laughs> We're sorry. pause and I'm beating you up. <laughs> no, no. He's great. Yes. I love Arlo's dad. We get along amazingly. Yes. Definitely not you, Jeremy, if you're listening. <laughs> we love you so much, Father Jeremy. of my unborn child. Did you see how to fix Her eyes got so big, guys. <laughs> like, bitch. No. I love you both so much, and I was like, no, 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 no. No, he's not a psychopath. No, 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 no. He's no, too absolutely chill. Absolutely not, but, but that's why I am the father of this unborn child. Yep. Of this but I'm child. sorry. This You just say that, and I think of all the Facebook posts that have been shared with me, because he has me blocked, but Sarah's been sending them to me. Gross. Yep. But I have to keep it, because i got to keep him away from this baby. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. Sorry right. for that babble time. It's fine. Okay. Dip into my personal life, guys. Hey, you're this welcome. Is what we do this is what girls do, right? Sisters. Welcome to the babbles and less bloody, <laughs> bloody bitch and babbles, bloody bitch and babbles. <laughs> All right, so continue about these psychopaths. These skills, given the devious nature of psychopaths, would mean that they know how to project a false image of sincerity, kindness, and even humility. So yes, we're gonna oh one hundred percent describe. Yay! Oh, we. Okay. I may bleep it. Yeah, twenty six fifty three. Okay, I'm gonna note that All in my right. notes. They should <laughs> just said it. <laughs> she did. Okay, I didn't mean to get under your skin with this, but no, it's just no, it's kind of it's unsettling just, how right. there's some. This is ex- his exact personality. Yes. Yes. Yup. They should also be able to imitate but not feel the emotions of others. <laughs> the German researchers sought to test the emotion-projecting ability of psychopaths by comparing them to non-psychopaths, not only on the tendency to lie, a defining quality, but also on how skilled they actually are at using emotions as a basis for their deception. I know, this is 100% more... Oh this is God. him. Oh, my God. And you know what? I'm sure as I keep reading, this is probably going to... Can it, this not, is going to resonate with a lot of people. Yes. I almost said trigger, and I didn't know if that was the right word, but trigger perhaps might, trigger yeah, might be. Yeah, trigger might be it. This, we'll, uh, we'll just have a trigger word. Oh, and, and side just... note, I just I posted a thing on Facebook. So if you need help and you're in public and you need, if somebody's hurting you or or you've been abducted or anything like that, here's the sign to let somebody else know you need help. You put your hand up. You put your thumb down on your palm like the number four. And then you close your fingers over that thumb, kind of somewhat slowly. Um, and that is the sign that you need help. And even if you don't have your if you if, if maybe the person's holding your hand or something maybe and with your free like hand. Sm- maybe we can take like a small video and show okay. it and we'll, we'll, we can attach that well, to. I'm getting the chills. Yeah. Whew, sorry. I'm getting emotional. Okay. Um, and so like if you're like a child, okay, whatever, somebody, maybe the abductor or whatever is holding your hand or your, your abuser is holding your hand and then you're in public and you can't like put your hand up in the air or whatever and do that. You can do it behind your back too. I mean, and I'd understand if you kind of have to do it quickly, but put that thumb down and then your fingers over that thumb. 
Got it. Okay. That's crazy. I didn't know oh, that. Oh, I got the chills like crazy. That I'll makes show me, you, just, that makes me think of like uh, when you go to a bar and you they have like some bars like in the bathroom says, oh, your Tinder date or your PFI, mm-hmm. your PAF, POF date isn't who they thought they were. Go to the... Go to the, the bartender. The bartender and ask drink. for an angel shot yeah. is usually what most of them are. And then are. the others, and then like if you, if you say shot angel with, shot with lime or yeah, with salt or things. straight or something, right. that means you need an Uber, you need to call the cops, you need to get me out of here, right. you need to escort me to my car. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. Uh, yeah. Our friend Abby had posted it and then I reposted it and then I've seen several other people who've, who've reposted. also reposted it. So like that just. Ugh. That's good to know. And then I'll, I'll try to look up as well the number to call if you see somebody doing that because on the video it's like a long gif um people are like on their phones and i don't know whether they're texting or they're doing something i'm going to see if i can find more information on it okay anyway back to psychopaths i'm watching it (laughs) um oh he thought she just waved at him well no keep watching okay okay so she's a black eye too the german researchers thought that okay so i know i kind of said that they not only have the tendency to lie, a defining quality, but also on how skilled they actually are at using emotions as basis for their deception. As the authors note, if they are better at deception, we would expect that they have especially strong s- s- socio-emotional skills, socio-emotional skills, and higher general mental ability. Evaluating the available research... Olderback and her co-authors found evidence that psychopaths may actually lack the intellectual ability they need to quickly and easily lie because they don't have the emotion-sensing skills needed to identify how other people are feeling. They may even fail to possess the willingness, or the williness, excuse me, it takes to integrate themselves with their victims through emotional mimicry. Is it possible, the authors wondered, that psychopaths actually may... Not yet, baby. Not yet, Arlo. <laughs> that psychopaths may actually... Uh, excuse me. Is it possible, the authors wondered, that psychopaths actually may not understand the nuances as an emotional expression or know how to believe with their emotional expressions? My four-year-old, everyone, if you can hear him in the background. He's I'm yelling sure he at can. me. can. Our microphones pick up a lot now. Yeah, I know. If you find all of this to be um, counter to your notion of intellectually agile psychopathic liar, it's important to note that the studies the German authors cite don't all support the idea that they lack emotional smarts. Right. Some of the previous research suggests that psychopaths are indeed quite skilled at making themselves seem believable. That's fine. <laughs> to resolve these discrepancies, the Ulm University researchers decided that instead of relying on self-report measures, as it is true for many of the existing studies, they would put psychopaths in the lab and actually observe them in the process of emotional expressions as well as perception. The second key Sorry, feature... Sorry, just yelling that in the yeah. background. I mean, hey. Kids get if, a poop. If, I'm sure most of our listeners are parents, so... <laughs> The second key feature of this study was the inclusion, not previously done, of measures of intellectual ability. Maybe older black at all thought it's just that psychopaths just aren't that smart. The research team recruited a sample of 316 men, no women to exclude gender as a factor, either in prison, psychiatric hospitals, or living in the community, and matched for social class to those who were incarcerated. Their average age was 35. Most were German nationals, and 85% had no more than a high school education, including 13% who had no education or completed elementary school only. Huh. Using a well-established... Okay, I don't know if it's psychopathy or psychopathy measure. I know! I think it's... I want to say psychopathy. I want to say psychopathy, too. So I'm going to say psychopathy, and I may say psychopathy. I'm just going to throw it around, guys. Psychopathy. But it's spelled like psychopathy. Yeah. Um, so if that's the correct pronunciation, great. I may say it correctly like, a few times. But I don't want to. Yeah, I think it's I'm going to spit out. Yeah, I'm probably going to stick with psychopathy because I feel like it sounds more, um, smart. Smart. Like, more smart. That- okay, brush your teeth. 
Okay, so using a well-established psychopathy measure, the authors determined that one-third met the cutoff for a diagnosis. Huh. Bringing these men into the lab, Olderbach, Olderbach, O-L-D-E-R-B-A-K, sorry. Olderbach. <laughs> and her research team gave them a series of computer-based tasks involving both the production and interpretations of the six basic emotions of anger, disgust, fear, happiness, sadness, and surprise. Huh. Recording them as they expressed a series of predetermined emotions. The researchers also asked the participants to imitate faces expressing the same emotions. Wild. The imitation task involved feedback in the form of mirrors so they could actually see what they looked like when they copied each particular emotion. I have to pop my neck. I know. Okay. You did it, and then I had to do it. Hope they caught that. That was a great <laughs> Thank snaps you. to that. My cousin gets so mad at me when I do that. She gets so mad because a friend of hers has been really messed it up or something. I don't think he died, but something like awful happened. Messed his nerves up real bad. And um, she gets so mad. I said, I can't help it, Lindsay. I have to pop my neck. I love you so much, and I know you're trying to save my life. But, just but I feel like I'm going terms. to die if I don't pop my neck. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, a phase perception task provided the men with the challenge of matching whole or parts of pictures of faces. Okay. They then completed a face emotion perception task in which they identified the emotion displayed by either a partial or whole computer-generated face. To investigate the role of general intelligence as a contributor to emotion reading and production, the authors administered a short scale assessing both verbal and nonverbal mental ability. Zoe. Turning to the results, the authors developed a statistical model that allowed them to test the relationships of general emotion expression and imitation to general mental ability, face perception, and emotion ex expression. This model showed... Showed? Showed? <laughs> showed oh, yeah. We went, we went straight northern, yeah. <laughs> this model showed that general mental ability was moderately related to general emotion expression. The ability to express emotion was, in turn, related to both face and emotion perception. In other words, the more intelligent men in the sample were slightly better at producing facial expressions that matched a given emotion, as well as the emotion shown on the face they were told to imitate. Those who were better at showing emotions, furthermore, were better at the job of perceiving faces. Next, Olderbach et al., examined the role of psychopathy in this process. Although the men high in psychopathy were somewhat lower in emotion expression scores, this relationship disappeared when a general mental oh, abilities became factored into the equation. Uh-oh, my nephew's having a meltdown. As the authors concluded, while highly psychopathic individuals are worse at expressing an emotion not felt, this is not due to a unique deficit in this ability, but rather an overarching deficit in general mental ability. Why then do psychopaths seem so smart? The authors suggest that it's not a matter of ability, but of luck. They continually try to manipulate others by lying, and every once in a while they'll succeed. Non-psychopaths don't spend the time... Uh-oh, she's stuck in the cord. <laughs> Non-psychopaths don't spend the majority of their time pretending to feel things they don't or seeing how far they can twist people around their fingers. The more often you engage in a behavior, the more likely you are to have the behavior result in a positive outcome. Simple math then dictates that the apparent relationship between intelligence and psychopathic behavior... Excuse me. Simple math dictates the apparent relationship between intelligence and psychopathic behavior. Right. I ended that like a question mark, so... <laughs> question mark? Maybe. Does it? Dun, so to dun, sum dun. up, the German <laughs> study suggests that your best bet when dealing with psychopaths is to avoid being one of their success stories. A bit of, cr of critical thinking can help you look deeper into their apparent emotions and motivations. Unfortunately, if they have the power over you, such as that psychopathic boss at this critical think all this critical thinking won't help the friend of yours with credit card cheating spouse may not wish or be able to mount a confrontation <laughs> however it may give you some consolation to know that at least they're not as smart as they seem true fulfillment requires honesty in interpersonal dealings for those who lack this quality they will be missing out on an important component of a rewarding life so, yep 
there you have it. Um, I, there's references of books, emotion, expressions, abilities, and psychopathy or psychopathy, personality disorder, disorders, theory, research, and treatment. Um, and the authors are Olderback, S.G. Geiger, M. Hauser, N. C. Mokros. Eh, there's a lot. So <laughs> a lot of humes. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of vowels. <laughs> I would like to buy a vowel, Alex. So there you have it. Um, just a little little insight on psychopaths and the fact that as much as they may seem like they're so devious and and smart. Not that they're not smart, but the fact that the, the manipulation the different can level if, of if, if you're able to, um, yeah, I went back and read like pinpoint. the messages between us, mm -hmm. and so maybe yeah, this might be a good way to give some examples of lookouts of, of well, of just like how or... like so in the situation that I was in with the guy who impregnated me. Um, Recently, not Arlo's dad. Um, <laughs> need to make that very clear so Shauna doesn't attack me. Because um, we do. We get along great. Yes. And we're not just saying that for front. Like, we no. really do. Um, he, well, is a, he's a meth addict. And, um, yeah, people hear this and they know him. Well, I really just don't care. It is what it is. It you're is not, what it you're is. Not you're lies. not doing any, him any justice by being his friend and saying that I'm the bad person. Correct. I'm the psychopath and everything. Well, and that, and that's, that's what I was told. Is um, it a double entendre? Is that the right word? Where, I mean, not stop, only is he an, a, 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 um, an active addiction, so that just yeah. makes you fucking crazy, but also to, to be psycho, mm -hmm. that's a... But, like, we would, I went back and just read some of our messages online um, on Facebook because that's where we talked for the most part. Like, he ended up borrowing money from a family member and then ended up spending that money instead of using it for what the whole purpose of the money was mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. and making me feel bad about it because I ended up using money out of my account to go, I think we went and bought us dinner that night. And then he's like, well, I kept the money, so we'll see how long it takes for him to realize. And then he made me feel bad. And I'm like, well, you shouldn't have spent the money that you didn't have. And so, like... So as an addict, I don't know wh whether that's psychopathic behavior or or yeah. just addictive. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because, well, he bought it. He put gas in my car because he used my car a lot because I'm an idiot. Mm -hmm. And and yes, I'm going to say I'm an idiot. And people will be like, no, you're not dumb. I was like, no, I was very stupid. She was very Every, naive. Very, well, and it's not even, I wouldn't even say maybe naive. I was just too hopeful yes. because... I can't put every recovering addict like Shauna and my brother because not all of them want it. Correct. Like, it took something very drastic happening to our family for them to get on that path. And I, I'm, I might get emotional now because whenever my brother finally <clears throat> oh, told, us, cry. Told, told us <laughs> that he couldn't get better for his kids, he couldn't do it for Shauna, and he was doing it for him because we're... Okay, so I'm 20... Seven, so this would have been seven years ago. So he was third, what, third, been in 30 when that was all happening. Mm -hmm. Um, and then hearing him, hearing him say that, it was just, oh, it opened so much for our family because, because mm -hmm. my brother's been on a destructive path since he was probably about 15 years old. And, um, so it took him 15 years and something very, very, very traumatic happening to our family to get them to that realization, like, oh, shit we let this take over our life and it, it affected my nieces and nephews and, um, and everybody in our lives, everybody, lives. just yeah. all of us. And it was 2014 was a fucking year, man. Yeah. And, uh, and to see where they've come because they want that sobriety mm -hmm. and they, they don't want, and they don't, don't obviously don't have those psychopathic tendencies. Cause that's what we're really talking about. It's okay. But like it, like it's, it almost goes, well, if they're not psychopathic and killing people, it's psychopathic and, doing manipulation and yes. like I was with him because I'm trying not to say his name again since I just blurted it out earlier but um if you know me personally and if you want to reach out to me feel free I'm I'm pretty active on our Twitter and our Instagram and then we both act are um, active on our Facebook page and then if you find our real pages I don't that doesn't really bother me that if people like find our real pages and reach out to us and 
share here's those my thing. stories. If you're gonna, if you want to friend request me, I have no problem with that. But shoot me a message too. Because yeah, well, I'm not just gonna. If it's somebody I don't know, yeah, and I don't recognize. Well, and I if I get you, a message that says, "Hey, I I enjoy your podcast. I'd love to be your friend." As I 100. percent But if yeah, I just get and a you can't people, add me if you're not friends with people who I'm friends with. Because yes, yes, yes. my my profile is very private for that reason and just because there's just there's too many psychopaths in the mm-hmm. world haha <laughs> even though sometimes there's always that one that slips in i'm like how how did you get here <laughs> and i'm like my account's personal we have no mutual friends and nine out of ten times i won't respond to requests because if there's, i don't know you on some personal level but i mean if you guys want to be my friend be my friend so what were some of the signs that when after what i just read that kind well, of got you well thinking, oh, it's, it's more along the addict side of it because he told me straight up after he told me he relapsed on Christmas. Um, he's like, that's why I didn't want to get close to your sister because I knew she would know. Mm-hmm. Because addicts see that in other addicts. And I kept telling you, he's, a, he's avoiding me. There's a distance. Yeah, yeah, and that was just, I was just too fucking hopeful and too, because at that point he was nine or ten months, we had just hit ten months sober right when we found out for him, when we found out I was pregnant. And then that next, so that was on a Friday, and that next Tuesday, he ended up going and relapsing. Which sucks. It fucking sucks. But he just feels like that's his only out. He doesn't believe, and he doesn't think in that mindset, um, that there's something better and that he can get better, and that that's the only thing that he'll ever know. I mean, he's in treatment right as of right now, but um, we'll see how long that lasts. And it's shitty to think like that. I try to th- think for the best, especially in other situations in my life mm-hmm. where people do get better for like six to nine months and then all of a sudden they're back to doing the next toxic thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I've been biting my <laughs> we, tongue so hard. We brush over that all the time <laughs> and people are like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Nothing. Um, we're never going to talk about it live on air. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. And if we do, I'm going to edit it out. We do. But, that person is no longer breathing. <laughs> that also. Which... Never mind. I'm not going to say that. That's too dark. Um, I'll keep my ultra bad things that people don't, will literally stop listening to us for. But um, yeah, there's just some people in this world that I would just. uh, But the constant manipulation. Yeah. And, and, and with it not being just to basically control you, that, that something. To me, that kind of summarizes what a psychopath would yeah, do. Yeah, well, like, with my house getting broke into, I'm pretty sure he had everything to do with it. There is no I doubt know, in my mind. I have no proof, and I can't just pin it on him, but the way it was, the way the night went, we were mm-hmm. arguing beforehand, and then he is gone for an hour, comes to my work to see what I'm doing at my work, because I wasn't responding to my Facebook messages, even though I said it was, it said I was active, and I'm like, I didn't even know you could show that you were active on yeah, Facebook. I don't know how to turn that off, so yeah, it is what it is. I, I, <laughs> mine's on now, and I'm just like, whatever, mm-hmm. but like, th- we were arguing, and then we go to my house, and all my stuff is gone, and then, it, but it, then all, all of a sudden- All the stuff that also, this ad, ad, ad- Wow. Adapt, adapt, Find your word, Tralala. Addict behavior for sure. Yep. Things that he could turn around and sell. Yep. To get more dinero for drugs. And, but then, yeah, inconvenient. Go for it. I'm going to be taking it back in 10 minutes anyways. Okay. Okay. Go somewhere else, though. Go lay in the bedroom. Okay. We'll turn it all the way down. I don't want any sound coming out of it. Thank you. Um, but, like, my the back of my car window ended up getting smashed out. And I don't... I can't quite pin that on if it was someone who was... I feel like... I don't think he's the one who did it. Mm-hmm. Because he was not at my car when it happened. But I think it was someone who was after him and knew that they were in that car. And that's why my car got targeted. So that was more money I had to spend. Mm-hmm. More money I didn't have. I'm finally getting out of the financial rut that I was in because I was dumb and took loans out to help us, and it was stupid. And and um, he's supposed to sit by you. Uh, yeah, I know. I was turning the phone all the way down. Uh, but yeah, so that's just it was. It's been a big learning curve, and a lot of people, especially my mother. So she listens to this. Yeah, talking about you. Um, love you, Cam. Yeah, love you, but she was just, she hasn't let it go. She's like, I tried to tell you. Yeah. I tried to warn you, but I mean, I am very There are very so many things we have to learn, live and learn too. Yeah, and you know, this baby is absolutely here for a, a, right. a reason, and mm-hmm. he's what keeps me going. Mm-hmm. And 
he's got a village behind him and maybe one day he'll have the dad that he deserves mm -hmm. if that person ever finds me and stops pushing a door that says pull so that's Nicole, what I'm... that's kind of you too <laughs> yeah, like, I, I know <laughs> But so, someone put that on Facebook the other day. Oh, where's your, where's the love of your life right now? And like, he's probably pushing a door that says pull. I like the one that's like something like that. I'm but like, the, even... the sign says plush. Like, so you don't know whether plush. to push. Plush. Pull push. Plush. I'm going to take your best bet. And it's literally like a swiping door, like where it slides open. It's automatic and you have to hit a button for it. That's me. Hmm. But yeah, so. <laughs> we're getting better day by day. Yeah. And if you're, see, if you're with somebody who's like that, maybe take, take a step back. Maybe find some books about um, those kind of mental, I don't know if you call it mental disability. I don't know. Um, but, you know. Yeah, dealing, just dealing there, with a psychopathic person. That's just. But I mean, some psychopath they are amazing with business. So they're not yeah. all like. Yeah. Out to to get, I mean, they're out to get somebody to to get better, or I mean, to to make themselves. Get ahead. But, but yeah. like, I just don't know how well relationships work. But I, I who's to say that they can't? I think therapy right. is a big deal. But I don't, I don't if know. If you're willing to like go through that with them, then yeah, just tread very, very lightly. Do your research. Yeah, you'll see the signs pretty quickly. Like they're they can be very smooth mm -hmm. talkers. That's how a lot of these a lot of these serial killers start off. Mm -hmm. You think of Ted Bundy. You think of uh, I don't know so much Jeffrey Dahmer, but, um, Probably. like, uh, yeah, Ted Bundy's a big one for me. Um, who's the other one? Oh, he just left my brain. It's okay. But anyways. But most, most. But yeah. In general, most. Yeah. Because they don't, they don't have any feeling about it. They don't know how to have those feelings. They don't have that conscious right. in their conscience in their head. They don't have their little Jiminy Cricket. So. Correct. They squished the Jiminy. Yeah. They squished him. R.I.P. Jiminy's in those brains. Yeah. But, okay, humans... Babylonians. Um, Babylonians. Um, um, yes. That we was, love you. Thank you was, for listening. That was a that was a wild. That took a turn. I liked it. <laughs> I like when we get a little personal like that, and I hope you yeah. guys do too. Yeah, I dig it. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Fantasy and world music by the Fighters. They do our intro sound, so check them out on the YouTube's. If you want to contact us, Bloody Babbles Podcast is our Instagram and our Facebook page. I'm gonna set up a group eventually. I keep saying that I'm gonna do that, and then I don't. So when it, I should just add it to the list, but my kids stole my phone. What I literally said I wasn't going to let them do, but it's only going to be for the next five seconds <laughs> or minutes, whatever. <laughs> um, but uh, Twitter's at Bloody Babbles. Um, thank you, uh, everyone who spreads our word and like likes that we do what we do. Yes. Um, you know, always welcoming suggestions for cases. I've got three or four that I've been suggested, so I've got to get on top of those because we're going to be having some special guests here in the next couple of weeks. So we got to figure out how to go about doing that. So that's pretty exciting. Um, until next time, beautiful Babylonians. Babylon. Babylon. Hey, this is Mark Jolliffe, a.k.a. DJ Soundwave, host of the Infinite Banter podcast. Want to welcome everybody listening to come check out my show, Infinite Banter. The topics are infinite, and I'll banter about anything from hip-hop music to TV to movies, wrestling, comic books. You name it, I've talked about it on this show. I've had guests like Kurokski from the Fat Boys and underground hip-hop acts like Dirt Platoon on the show. I've also had actor Joshua Michael from The Walking Dead, Tommy McLaughlin, director of Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason Lives, as well as independent wrestlers like Shaza McKenzie and Roxy, and legendary wrestlers like B. Brian Blair have all been on the show. So come check out Infinite Banter, where I'll talk about anything from TV to comic books to wrestling to hip-hop music. Listen to the show on all digital platforms, specifically Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Everywhere you hear podcasts, you'll hear the show Infinite Banter. So come check me out, the Infinite Banter Podcast.